Bible Saints. This morning we're going to be looking at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, verse 31 to 34. And I'm going to be reading from the New International Version. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. Now, I'm not sure about you, but having lived in cities all my life, I have zero farming knowledge. So in the past, when I've read this passage, the, the word sifting brings to mind for me uh, the sifting of flour. Now, I'm not much of a baker either, uh, but I do know that sifting flour is a pretty gentle act. However, I've done a bit of farming research, uh, and I now know that sifting wheat is definitely not a gentle process. The first step in the process of sifting wheat is to loosen the chaff from the edible grain. The old-fashioned way to do this is to spread the wheat onto a floor made from stone or concrete or tamped earth. The wheat stalks were then beaten or trampled in order to loosen the inedible chaff from the pure wheat. So with that in mind, let's look back at these verses. So in terms of setting the scene, Jesus has had his last supper with the 12 apostles. They're arguing over which of them is the greatest. And Jesus tells them that they will pass through trials with him. Now, Jesus singles out Simon. Note that he uses his old name, not the name of Peter, the name Christ gave him when he first called him, signifying his future solidity, firmness and steadfastness. He addresses him twice. Simon, Simon. Now, several times in the Bible, a person's name is repeated when God is speaking to them. Repetition is usually used for emphasis uh, and repeating a name implies intimacy with the person. He says, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat. And Satan has asked permission. And furthermore, God has granted that permission. Now, I don't know about you, but this, this can feel unsettling. But it's a reality of faith. Just ask Job. But let's not lose sight of the fact that God ultimately is in control. Now, when I read the passage earlier, uh, I read all of you. Because actually the translation of the word you is, is a plural word. So Satan had asked permission to sift all of them. But permission had only been granted for Simon. So Satan needs permission to test God. And we will never know of the times he asked permission to test us and is denied that permission. But let's take comfort from the fact that God is in control. So coming back to this sifting process, as I mentioned earlier, Peter is about to be spiritually beaten and trampled. But Jesus had prayed for Peter in advance. That his faith would not fail. No matter how tough things were going to get for Peter... One thing he could really hold on to was the fact that Jesus had prayed for him and his faith. And the same is true for all of us. When we're in the midst of the most testing of times, we can take comfort 
from the fact that Jesus has prayed for us in advance that our faith will not fail. He then says, and when you turn back, note the word when, not if. Don't forget that God is in control. There is no condemnation for our weak faith or for momentarily losing sight of him. Just coming back again to this sifting of wheat. Remember that this process separates the inedible chaff. The purpose of sifting wheat is not to destroy it, but to remove the chaff, the the dust, the, the husks, the impurities. So when we are sifted as wheat, there is an assurance there that we will emerge free from impurities. We will be better for it. But it's not just about us and how we might be changed. Jesus urges Peter to strengthen your brothers. There is a responsibility on Peter, on all of us, to use our difficult experiences to help others and to strengthen their faith. We aren't meant to feel shame and pretend it never happened. We're to be honest and share with others so that they can be strengthened too. Now Peter responds with utter confidence that he will not turn away from Jesus. He is ready to go to prison and to death with Jesus. And yet before the night was over, he denied Christ three times. I wonder if this is a warning for all of us. Our faith can be tested at any time. It may well happen when you least expect it or when you feel really confident in your faith. So let us guard against complacency. And let us all accept that our faith will be tested. Some of us will have been tested recently. Some of us will be being tested right now. And some of us are going to be tested very soon. But let us take comfort and strength from the fact that Jesus has prayed for us in advance that our faith won't fail. And when we get through it, and we will, we will emerge stronger for it. So let us resolve to ensure that we share our experience with others to strengthen them. Let us pray. Father God, we don't know when we'll be tested. And we don't know how long it will last and how hard it will be. But we trust in you. And we know that ultimately you are all powerful. And we'll use these experiences to bring us closer to you and to make us more pure. And let us share these experiences with others so that they too can be strengthened in their faith. Amen.